This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 952. Today's IELTS vocabulary is flabbergasting. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. How can you describe something that is intense and emotional, but also very upsetting? Today, we teach you impressive high-level phrases to use on IELTS when describing something negative. What defines an advanced English speaker? The ability to not only have interesting conversations with native speakers, but also the ability to be interesting in these conversations. Make an astute observation. Ask good questions. Speak with a confident pitch. These are conversational skills that require a special method and a structured study plan. Join our brand new B2 English fluency course. It's 100% based on interesting, spontaneous, unrehearsed video interviews with native speakers. Real English. Save up to $100 before June 7th and get a free bonus. Go to allearsenglish.com slash B2. That's allearsenglish.com slash letter B number two. Aubrey, how's it going? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Um, Guys, just to remind you, we do record these episodes for YouTube as well. So if you want to see us talking about these things, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Aubrey just posed and you guys can't see that unless you go to YouTube. So much voguing. Do you remember voguing? I wonder if our students know about that. Strike pose. There's nothing. Oh, don't sing. We'll have to edit that out. Um, yeah, to to Vogue, that became a verb in the 90s because of Madonna. Um, and that's still like slang that natives use today. I would be like, um, like I just used it, right? It was like, Aubrey is voguing right now. Yep, exactly, right? I'm going <laughs> to Vogue all over the place. This means like striking a pose, making it like pretending you're model, which obviously I do all the time. Oh, well, we are models. I mean, basically. Obviously. Okay, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think when we are um, recording the video, we're a little bit sillier for some reason. Maybe. But... We can see ourselves. <laughs> All right, guys. So we are going to talk about some very, very useful vocabulary today. Um, I really loved this question from a student. It came in on Facebook because we do we do like to focus on the positive here at IELTS Energy and just at All Ears English in general. Um, and... We have to recognize the fact that on IELTS speaking and writing, we do have to describe negative situations sometimes, right? Especially yeah. in writing task two. So we're going to get into some of those adjectives today, guys. Um, Aubrey, can you read the question? 
Yes. Good morning from Malaysia. I would like to get some ideas regarding the synonyms of exciting. However, I always found the word exciting is only capable of positive events. Sometimes I found myself having a hard time describing the negative events with the word exciting. I feel like conflicting my expression. Typically, I wanted to describe the current situation of COVID-19 in Malaysia is having a second wave now. May I know what sort of exciting words could express something feels like a roller coaster? And yeah, this is a good question. Like, how do you say exciting, but for something very negative? We wouldn't yeah. say exciting. Exciting has a very positive connotation, definitely. Right, yeah. But I could see, I could totally see um, if English is one's second language, thinking that the word exciting just means like, it's a big deal. I have a lot of feelings about this. Um, a lot of things are changing right now. A lot of things are happening right now. And not necessarily knowing if it's positive or negative. And then... Because you don't know that and you don't have a native speaker to ask, you you use it in the wrong way, right? Um, right. I could totally see that happening. So I love this very high-level question from our Three Keys student. And a um, dictionary or a textbook might just say, exciting means creating great emotion. Yeah, And it's totally. like, that doesn't give you any connotation that it means positive. You would not want to say COVID-19 is very exciting. Oh my gosh, <laughs> no, I hope not. No. <laughs> I hope nobody no, says that. We need some negative connotation there. So that's what we're going to do today is provide you guys with some great words to describe something that is creating emotion and there's a lot happening, but negative. Yeah, totally. Um, and I do want to just sort of as, as a side note, guys, um, no, IELTS is not going to directly ask you about COVID-19. They're not going to directly ask you about the elections and like political things or whatever. But nonetheless, in writing task two and speaking part three, you guys have to well, you should know about current events, be reading the newspaper so you can use these up-to-date um, things to support your opinions and ideas. So I just want to make a note there that this student is preparing so well. They're already thinking about like how they can describe COVID-19 on the test. So I love this. Um, and I, for the first vocabulary phrase, guys, we can pull straight from this student's question where they say it feels like a roller coaster. Um, I say that all the time. Do you do you use yeah. that, Aubrey? Oh, definitely. This is a great idiom, right? If you think about being on an actual roller coaster where it's ups and downs, and but we use this to describe our emotions too. I feel like I feel like I'm on a roller coaster because there are ups and downs, negatives, highs and lows. And so, yeah, I use that one all the time. You know what? I like this because um, this sort of combines the things we're talking about today because it's it's often used to mean like um, like highs and lows. So um, positive feelings and negative feelings, you know, and you're bouncing right. between the two of them. Mm -hmm. um, so that, yeah, that encompasses all feelings um, that are changing. Okay, cool. Um, so we're going to tell you guys the natural way to use some of these adjectives today. And we want to remind you that we did talk about about participle adjectives, past participle and present participle. How do we use those as adjectives? The verb ing, verb ed on episode 942. So definitely go back and listen to that really useful grammar episode, guys, if you haven't already. Um, okay, so these, now these aren't straight synonyms, okay? Like don't mix up these words. They have specific definitions. So the first, I like this overwhelming. Um, what does that mean? 
This is a great one to use anytime something feels very extreme. This is really great as a synonym for exciting, but a little bit negative because so much is happening that you feel overwhelmed. You'd say this whole situation is overwhelming. COVID-19 is definitely overwhelming. Oh my gosh. Um, I think everybody feels overwhelmed right now. So yeah, that just means too much is going on and that's negative, right? Like, (laughs) um, and sometimes this can sort of lead to like a paralysis, right? Like there's too much to do. So you do nothing. I feel like that might happen sometimes to IELTS students. You realize all the things you have to do. You have to improve your listening skills, your reading skills. How do you do true, false, not given? What the heck is the matching headings to paragraphs? Like there's so many things you have to learn. I think sometimes we can get overwhelmed when we're studying for IELTS guys. Um, so Don't get overwhelmed, just one step at a time, right? So it's best to have a study plan to follow. So you make sure to that it's not overwhelming and you still learn everything you have to. Like our three keys study plan, for example. Um, Okay, so I think that one's easy to use, right? Too much going on, makes me feel bad, I don't like it. Now, the second one, also negative, these are all negative, um, inflammatory or incendiary. These, These are... Are both have these both um, call to mind images of fire, right? Um, mm-hmm. And it's like putting a flame under people's emotions. So people are arguing about this. It is contentious. Um, can you think of an example of something that is inflammatory or incendiary? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, whenever I go home and talk politics with my family, it's always really inflammatory because emotions get high. It's very hard to not be contentious. And so the conversation becomes inflammatory and incendiary, meaning that people are angry, you know, um, tempers rise sometimes, and it's hard to just remain calm and have a normal conversation. And then it's totally. people get emotional Oof. in a negative way. Yeah, in a negative way. Um, so guys, I think the most common phrase that you'll hear this in, these words are often connoted with the word remarks, right? We often um, hear about inflammatory remarks or incendiary remarks, right? It is something, it is like a sentence, a quote that caused a lot of argument, that caused high, bad emotions. So for example, um, tweets, we talk about this a lot, right? Um, like the president um, tweeted something inflammatory or there were inflammatory tweets this morning from the president. I'm just going to say You can't think that. of another example. I know. That's, well, that's usually like what I read in the it's news true. or whatever. Um, so yeah, I think these are awesome adjectives, guys, to describe any news story or remark, speech, anything anybody says or writes that causes arguments. Right. If it's controversial. Yes. If it's going to, you know, not everyone's going to agree with it, you would call it inflammatory. Definitely. Yes, totally. Um, So when we're describing like opinions that we don't like, right? If you can think of a person who has that opinion that you don't agree with, then you could describe their opinion as inflammatory 
or incendiary, right? If it causes a lot of contention, a lot of conflict. Um, all right, cool. So this next one is a little more general and therefore easier to use. Um, what's our next adjective, Aubrey? So it's a synonym for shocked. You've likely heard the word shocked. When you talk about someone being shocked or a news article being shocking, you'd say, I'm shocked by this. That's pretty common, band six. You can instead say flabbergasted to mean I was shocked. Be like, I was absolutely flabbergasted. Come back to the blog for the spelling of this one. It's a little weird. (laughs) Such a fun word, though. It is so fun to say and high level for sure. That's band seven or higher. And you know what, guys? Honestly, this doesn't have to be negative. You know what I mean? Like, this isn't automatically negative or positive. Like, it just means, like, extremely surprised. Um, So it is context that makes it either positive or negative, right? Like, what are you flabbergasted by? I was flabbergasted by the news that I won the lottery. (laughs) So that would obviously be positive. But um, today, obviously, we're using this in a negative way. So um, any, like, in speaking part three, or writing task two, if you're describing something you saw in a news article, for example, you could be like, um, I was flabbergasted by a recent report I read in The Economist. <laughs> Just make up like an article in a, a magazine, right? I was flabbergasted that three out of five um, senior citizens love to ride bicycles. I don't know. (laughs) My favorite thing is when you make up examples on the fly and they're always actually really amazing, but often very funny. (laughs) But no, that's a really good point to use it on part three and test two, because a lot of you listeners may hear it and think it sounds very informal because it's kind of a weird sounding word, but it's not slang. It's a high level word that you can use on writing test two and speaking part three. That is such a good point, totally. But like, just just the fact that it is fun to say doesn't make it slang. That's right. true. Like, it does sound more slangy. But guys, so just to remind you, what does the rubric say that the examiner uses to grade your vocabulary? If you want a seven or higher on speaking and writing, the, the adjective interesting is literally in the rubric, guys. You have to use interesting language and idiomatic language, right? So flabbergasted, I think flabbergasted fulfills both of those things because it is for sure. Like it's such an <laughs> awesome word. Okay, so that's just easy to use, guys. Extremely surprised, shocked, okay? Um, a synonym, actually, no, this is, this isn't exactly shocked. This is more like confused by something, right? So, yes. So this, um, this piece of news is bewildering or I feel bewildered. I am bewildered by (laughs) the people that don't agree with me. Oh no. Okay. I am bewildered by the flat earthers. Okay, here's another. <laughs> no offense to all you flat earthers out there. <laughs> I am 100% positive that nobody listening to this podcast is a flat earther. Okay, this is awesome, guys. <laughs> you could use this like like really up-to-date current event knowledge um, of a conspiracy theory to sound really smart on your IELTS exam. Um, okay, Aubrey, what's a flat earther? This is people who believe that the earth is flat. Um, this was a popularly held belief um, before science proved that the earth was round. But I, you know, I haven't really talked to anyone who believes this. I actually do know a friend of my dad's is a flat earther, but I haven't had the chance to pick his brain. Are you serious? Yes. Yes. <gasps> he believes in all kinds of conspiracy theories. <gasps> I know. It's, okay, it I am is bewildering. 
I am flabbergasted. I am bewildered. <laughs> I am both of those things, right? I'm surprised by the news um, and very confused by the news. So yeah. I'm flabbergasted and bewildered. Um, yeah, totally. Oh my gosh, so many conspiracy theories out there. Uh, and they're, they're all kind of bewildering to me. Um, okay, so the last adjective, guys, heinous. Oh, this is so good. So heinous is like extremely, extremely bad, like so bad. You are sh you are shocked. You didn't even know this extent of evil or wickedness could exist, right? Like heinous. Um, it's often it, it often describes an act. Um, so like a violent act, perhaps. I feel like it's usually right. about violence. Yeah, well, you'll hear it in like podcasts about serial killers who say totally. these heinous acts were such atrocities that no one could Ooh. believe it, right? It's such nice. extreme evil, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Atrocity guys. is another good one. Just like a yeah. really terrible thing that is bewildering because it's so awful. Oh my gosh, so much great vocabulary today, guys. Um, come back to the blog, allearsenglish.com slash IELTS. Um, leave a comment on this episode. And use some of today's adjectives, guys. You're not going to magically use them on the test, right? If you don't practice. So practice using some of these adjectives in the comments for this um, episode. And guys, we would love for you to leave us a review and not use any of these adjectives. <laughs> yes, please don't. <laughs> because these are negative. Guys, if you could use the positive, the, the um, antonyms, the opposite of these adjectives. Leave us a review, guys, on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast. Um, reviews and ratings really help people to discover this podcast, guys. And we want to teach the world about IELTS. Whoever needs us, we want to we want to be discoverable. So leave us a review, guys. Yes, awesome. Thanks for joining me, Jessica, today to talk about all these awful words. <laughs> but they could be really useful on IELTS because it's like you said, you're going to need to talk about things that are negative as well on the test. So you need these words. You need interesting adjectives to describe negative things too. Yeah, totally. Oof, okay. We are going to come back in the next episode with a uh, positive view on something, guys. That's a good idea. For nice balance. Um, okay. You guys have an excellent day. And Aubrey, I will talk to you tomorrow. Yep. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.